What a big year it's been, and uh, our second last show of Racing HQ is all about trying to find your winner for the Christmas cheer. Tommy Berry now joins us. G'day, TB. Hey, mate, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. How was the wedding? How was Reggie's wedding, Regan Bayless? Yeah, no, it was good, mate. We are all well-behaved. It, uh, it was a good good night, and uh, I don't know too many people that have, have a wedding that go for three days. Which, I'll uh, tell you what, Reggie. That's, that's what he does. How's the mentality? Because, mate, we obviously know you're a generous bloke. When you, you ride a big winner, you'll put the spread on, you'll invite all the, the, the families around of all the jocks. Mate, did you take full advantage of Reggie's hospitality? Did you say, well, look, he's paying here, so we'll have a crack, Sharni? Yeah, I don't think there's many people that miss him. Don't worry about that. So, we made sure we put plenty in the wishing well, though, so that should cover a little bit. Isn't it amazing how, I know, like, isn't it amazing the mentality of people? Like, when you're not paying, you just go full tilt, don't you? You just, yeah, it's like you've never had a feed. Especially when you've got four kids and you're left in that arm. <laughs> and that's how we party. Oh, mate, um, obviously, I haven't spoken to you since Highness the other day at uh, Wyong. That was a good win. You, you do realise, you, well, you probably do realise, but the day you flew out or the day before you flew out to Perth, uh, we were talking about roots, and I sort of said at the end of the interview, I said, any two-year-olds that have caught your eye? And you said, look, there's a couple with Michael Friedman, Highness I've got a big opinion of, and, and looking forward to the summer. Well, mate, you're off to the Magic Millions. Yeah, no, it was a massive win by him. He's a, he's a lovely cop, but as you could see on the day, he's he's still not even a finished product yet. He was... Um... He was pretty raw in that in that trial in that race. He's got a trial coming up um, in a week's time where we're sort of fiddling around whether to put a set of blinkers on him um, just to trial him in, and that's the beauty of being able to have a trial between the Wine Magic Millions and the Queensland Magic Millions. Is um, you can you can try different bits of gear, and um, look, he might not need it, um, but it's just something that we can have up our sleeve. But uh, he's a uh, as all the Michael Freemans do, they're not ready. They're not knuckled down and ready to go first up. So he'll take good improvement from it. Would that be, well, not a hundred percent your call, but that, would that be sort of eighty-five, ninety percent your call? Like because obviously you're on, on board him. So if you believe that he needs the shades and say, "Hey, Michael, we need shades," he'd put them on. Or do you? Do you does, is that Michael's decision? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a, usually a joint decision uh, between you know. Uh, James Harron's always got a big, big part to play in his Colts, and um, between himself, Michael, and myself, obviously I'm the one on board, so I'm going to know how he reacts to him um, the best, and oh, I know the horse very well. So um, the, the feel he gives me, obviously, will will heavy, way heavy on the decision whether he has him on or not. But um, it was actually Michael Freeman's. He was his his idea. He came up with it pretty much straight after the race. Uh, and I think it's a it's a great idea. The other thing too, as well, is we know how that wild track can play. You sort of come around the turn on that camber, and you have to balance up. And he looks like the type of horse as well that the Gold Coast, with that nice camber now and that long run in, relatively long run in, he can balance up a bit better and and even show a better turn of foot. Yeah, he definitely can. Um, I think it's more so for the middle part of the race. It's a very high pressure race. Um, and that you know that first furlong going into that first bend, there's a lot of you know pressure going into that bend and that doesn't come off that whole race so um he doesn't need any help focusing in the straight it's more so just that that middle, middle stages of the race uh, which is where he lost a bit of focus the other day at while um he might just need something to help him travel a little bit stronger and that's that's where the blinkers will come into play there but uh as for for down the straight he he's he's definitely worked out um that he's got a few gears there and how to use them what about, Tommy, uh, other rides for that uh, Gold Coast Carnival? Have you got something locked in for the three-year-old race yet? Uh, nothing for the three-year-old race. 
it's sort of hard. I didn't ride in the two old race last year because I was out. Yep. Um, and, um, yeah, I know that uh, Joyce has um, been speaking to a few of the stables and there's, some, there's definitely some nice rides around. So we start um, booking rides for, for them sort of over the weekend going into next week. So we'll have a bit more of an idea of what's going on next week for, the, well, for that meeting. Perfect. But you'll be up there, mate, and you'll be obviously uh, in and around. And then what is your, I guess, your plan? Because we see, I sort of talk to some jocks and they'll say, look, no, I'll be staying put. I'll be riding in Sydney most of the time. And uh, if I do travel, it'll, it'll have to be pretty special. Are you a bit different? Are you sort of have saddle, saddle will travel? If there's an opportunity for you to, to get on a plane and go somewhere, you'll, you'll jump at the opportunity? Yeah, definitely this year anyway, because I sort of missed the first two and a half months of the season, so that doesn't put me anywhere in contention to, to win a premiership or even go close to running in the in the top three. So obviously um, I've had a very good start to um, my season, um, but it, as I said, with a two and a half month head start with a few of the boys that are riding in great form, uh, sort of put me on a bit of the back foot there. So. I'll, um, I'll definitely travel if I have to. Um, still working out this morning. We'll make a decision today whether we ride in Queensland on the 6th or we stay here for the wave day. Um, and then obviously you've got the magic plans and then uh, into, into, the, uh, into the autumn. So it's, um, it's going to be a year even over the winter carnival for Queensland. Uh, if I've got some nice rides here, then I'll, I'll obviously go. It's not like other years where I've stayed behind mm. to, try and, uh, to try and get close to James. But uh, we'll just see what happens when it gets closer. What about Gosford today, mate? Uh, you lose one with Rose Gold uh, for Michael and the Waikato team. But just going through your rides, I was interested to hear your thoughts on race six, this um, Miss Sook for Peter and Paul Snowden. She's a pride of um, Dubai Philly. I know that Clippo has been doing all the, war- uh, the work. And, I mean, that's a huge jockey change, isn't it? Clippo off, Berry on. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Clippo's holidaying at the moment, so I think anyone's better than him. But, uh, he's, uh... <laughs> I've had a good chat with him about this filly, and uh, you know she, she's one of them fillies that's always consistent, but struggled to, to sort of get the job done on occasions. Um, she got her maiden out of the way very quickly, and now she's sort of into that class one benchmark 64, 68 sort of stage. Um, it, it, it can, it has posed to, to be a little bit difficult for her, but she's found a very nice race here today uh, where she maps perfectly to get a nice run. Uh, a lot of the speed has been taken out, but um, she'll still be uh, she'll still be sort of in that third, fourth, fifth position. Um, Joe Price looks the hardest to beat Global Empire, uh, who should be somewhere around us in the run. And uh, if she gets a, the right opportunity, I think she'll be knocking on the door once again. And just looking again at uh, Gosford today, mate, I mean, gee, you've had some success in those colours for Kim Moore. You've ridden some really nice horses for her. In fact, you've ridden a, a lot of nice horses for Kim, and I see you're on a, um, well, a, a well-supported favourite in the first. Yeah, well, I won the race where it was unlucky the other day. Yeah. And um, so the manager was straight on the phone to secure this ride. Thought he'd be a good chance going back to that track and distance, and um, that's where he's turned up. So, obviously... The barrier doesn't help us settle any closer in the run. It just means that we're probably going to have to go back from there. But uh, off his run the other day, you think with a bit of even luck, you'd be very hard to beat. You've got a nice book as well on Saturday. We're chatting with Tommy Berry, by the way. Um, Tommy, just wanted to get your thoughts on First Light on Saturday because you did ride him last start at Warwick Farm and uh, he was pretty good. He looked like he put it all together that day. Yeah, he's been a very hard horse to... Um, to get it right with uh, different distances, different uh, gear changes, different tactics of the way to ride him. He's, he's definitely tested our patience on, on many occasions, but um, 
Uh, Chris and his team got it right the other day. I actually wanted to ride him forward to, to put him right on the speed and, and they wanted to ride him quiet and, and they got that right 100%. And um, he's a horse that can go keen on occasions, which is probably why I wanted him on the speed to make my job a bit easier. But yeah. uh, no, he switched off really well and he attacked the line nice. So, you know, noted with a lot of um, Chris's horses over the years, um, once they get a win under their belt, you can give them a bit of confidence and can just help them sort of, you know, go on from there. And I think this horse will be the same. How difficult is that as a rider? Because you've obviously then, you've done the form on the race. You've no doubt done your speed maps. You've got an opinion of where you'd like to be in the run, but obviously the opinion from the stable is to go back. So how difficult is that to process in that short amount of time of then, from that chat, legging up, going out of the gates. It's sort of like you've got to redo your speed map in your head. Yeah, well, I, that's that's a mistake a jockey can make with, with having one plan and, and not having other options. And knowing if you know the race well enough, um, you know, an owner or a trainer should be able to throw anything at you out there and, and you should be able to adapt if, if you're going out there with a the mindset of this is how I'm going to ride it and, and that, that's it. Uh, it. It usually means that you haven't done a lot of form. Uh, it means that you've done form enough to, to work to the plan that you've come up with. But um, as I said, if, if you're, you're serious about uh, what you're doing and, and doing enough form and it takes a little bit longer to, to do the whole race and, um, and make sure you uh, equip for, like I said, and anything that changes uh, between now and, and not only that, when the gates open, obviously things change straight away as well. So, And I think that shows quite noticeably with, with uh, a rider if they don't have a, a plan B. So um, that doesn't really make too much of a difference to me when I get out there. And, and it's not too often that Chris ties you down to instructions anyway, which is always great. We're chatting with Tommy Berry. Tommy Waihaha Falls was pretty good in the razor sharp, uh, running third uh, off the speed. You jump on him again on the weekend, uh, hopefully over the 1,400. Yeah, not very good. Uh, a little bit unlucky there on the week uh, last weekend. Um, just couldn't get out when we wanted to. Takes a little bit of winding up and uh, got out with a furlong to go and was very strong to the line. So obviously two big pluses for him on the weekend, uh, up to 1,400 and the possibility of a wet track, which we know is just dynamic in. So um, John O'Shea's got him ticking along beautifully and, and he's ready to, to put his... Uh, put his name up in the winner's circle once again. Uh, I've only mentioned horses, obviously, that you've uh, in the form ridden, so I didn't want to throw you any curveballs, but you are very good at your form and obviously discussing with Joycey and picking up these rides. What do you think uh, your best ride is on Saturday? Um, I've got a really nice book of rides on Saturday, so yeah. it's uh, a heavy book. I, I know um, State of Rest for David Payne um, has been very unlucky on occasions and uh, seems when he, when he sort of does put his best foot forward is, is always very hard to beat. Um, um, what else is there? Afterlight, uh, in very good order. Yep. In very consistent. And there's one of Godolphin's two-year-olds that I'm riding a really, really nice colt. Yeah, it's um, poor one missed his trial, then I just suggest you go back and have a look. It was, uh, it was one of them just nice, quiet runs out the back and, and nice and strong with the line late. So, obviously, very short price favourite in the race with gay waterhouses. Um, but... Uh, yeah, he's a cult there. If he doesn't win on the weekend, just from what I've seen, I haven't ridden him at home, um, but he looks like a very nice cult for the future. Yeah, very nice, very nice, mate. Um, what's planned for Christmas, mate? Well, we've got all Shani's family in mind coming to our place, so there'll be about 30 of us, I reckon. And, uh, now, who, who arranged that? Was that Shani who pulled rank there and said, we're all having Christmas at ours? Yeah, well, usually it works like that, but I said, how about this year we just do some homemade pizzas, get them ready the night before and chuck them in the oven and, 
she said, no, no, I want the whole Christmas ham, the yeah. meat and the chicken and everything like that. But obviously, who's the one that's got to get all that ready? 100%. So, um, but no, there's, there's plenty of um, sisters that are going to be here the night before and, and my family as well. So we'll get it all done. And it's always a big, big, happy Christmas here at the Berry family. I so, like it. Looking forward to it. No, I was airing my dirty laundry this morning, mate. I got in trouble for buying too many presents for the better half. How good, spending oh. all the money. And then I suggested, uh, like you, just let's, let's make it simple Christmas Day. We don't need all the... The big spread with all the, you know, <laughs> mate, I was the worst bloke in the world. So, how good. You can't yeah. read them, can you? Jeez. No. Nah, well, Shani and the kids call me the Grinch at home. So, <laughs> I think that, uh, that explains me a little bit. But oh, I love Christmas Day and everything like that. It's just the lead up to always, always a bit tough. But um, anyway, it's, it's not about us, is it? Yeah. It's about the kids and, and about the missus in your instance. Uh, hey, listen, like. You're out gallivanting around all these country cups all year. So <laughs> this probably should be a time you should stick 100%. around. 100%. It's all about the Just not, <laughs> nice to be under lock and key. It's like Alcatraz, mate, and then you get out yeah. for magics. Yeah, so, well, I'm not looking forward to seeing you up there. You'll be out and about for sure. Mate, I will be. I'm going to be part of the coverage. So uh, I'll get you on and we'll have a good yarn and uh, we'll have some fun. It's a good time of the year. Good luck today, mate, up there at Gosford. You've got some nice rides and, and good luck on the weekend too. And, mate, thanks for everything this year. Uh, thanks, mate. Merry Christmas to you and the, and the family and to uh, all the punters. It's been, a, it's been a great year. I've really enjoyed being back in the saddle and I couldn't have done it without you.